0: One Decent Pastor, a weekly podcast of The Door located in Central Oregon, where three completely average guys join forces to make One Decent Pastor and to discuss, discover, and promote all things Bible.
1: And it's go time. That's it. That's, the That's new it. One. Yeah. I know. That's the news. They know. gave me a hard time before about you know, how you started. Yeah so. yeah. so there you go. So we're go, live. Go time. Good morning. All right. <laughs> yeah, good morning. Yeah. <laughs> Next time. We'll sorry. Right. Good morning. Now what? I don't know. We're, we're just looking <laughs> at you, Chad. We're looking for something right. to come out. Sorry Sorry to make the it weird. awkward silence. <laughs>
2: My bad. Well, I think that the three of us missed the three of you. More <laughs> last week. So. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of weird not do this. It is. So.
0: Yeah, we skipped out last week because we were at the coast and, we and thought about doing something there, but we didn't. And then uh, we didn't post anything, and so everybody's probably just wondering, like, yeah, what happened? Did the rapture happen? Did the us? rapture happen? And only the pastors <laughs> went. <laughs> <laughs> probably not what they were thinking.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that can't be. <laughs>
1: but but we did have a good time away. So we did. There's so, that.
2: So for the drive there and back, <laughs>
1: snow on the coast was interesting. Yeah about four inches on the beach
2: was it really? that was yeah. that was crazy so they got
3: snow even in the, on the
2: coast it was accumulation wow. like on, like on it, the
1: beach on the sand there was snow. so our house
2: was on yeah. on the beach yeah looking at the ocean and it's just accumulation like wow four inches that's yeah
1: that's not a normal thing in the,
3: on
2: the
1: coast i've never seen it yeah. before yeah
2: i've heard of it but i've never seen it before and everyone over there is like kids like all the locals they're like yeah. little kids that are just giddy <laughs> Like the oh snow. there's snow, <laughs> go play in the snow. They <laughs> love it. You guys are like uh, we, we have. We the came sun. over yeah. here to get away from <laughs> yeah us. exactly. Like, like, we this came is stupid for the beach, <laughs> not the snow. We did
0: have the weather going up till the point where we got there, and then the weather after we left was just solid snow, rain, cold. Ow. And the time we were there, it was basically cloudy, sunny. You know, no nice. rain, no rain. It was yeah. just yeah. We had a little window of yeah. of
2: goodness, yeah, which <laughs> was nice, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah,
0: not very warm, but
2: w- yeah. one of us got in the ocean twice. That's probably how yeah. I got sick. <laughs> probably I'm win? coughing stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> I went surfing. Well, oh, I, did. Yeah. I did. I did. Actually, the first day doesn't count. That Friday that I went out, these guys watched from the house, and I was like, I gotta go out. I, I only lasted like 15 minutes. I got <laughs> it was twice. Cold? <laughs> well, the offshore, yeah. So the, yeah. the the air temperature was 27, and then the the water temperature was 47. And I have thick wetsuit. Like, you know, right. you don't feel that right away. But the offshore winds were like 16 to 20. <laughs> so I popped up on one, on my first wave and just blew over, dude, and just got tumbled. And I just got salt water everywhere. And, I'm and like, these guys yeah. were upstairs laughing. We they saw it were, from the yeah. house. Yeah, we had binoculars. <laughs> yeah, they, the were, they were warm next <laughs> to the fire. And we all kind of cringed, like, collectively, like, Brent and Joy and me you and Joe were all just like, oh! There. yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> That's going to be <laughs> cold. So the next day I went alone where so no one could laugh see. at me, ah. <laughs> to a good place, and it was perfect. It was no fine. winds. It was rad, dude. It was perfect.
3: But The water is so cold there.
2: It is, but again, you cut you the right stuff, you're, yeah. not, you're not going to feel it. Yeah. Well, for about a half hour. Right. Then you start <laughs> feeling it. <laughs> we had a good time with our wives. Good. It was very low-key. So I actually got to go to Astoria one day and, and see an old friend, lady friend that used to come to the door, and oh. she's married now and pregnant, and Doing awesome. We went and had dinner with them, and oh, that cool. was like super encouraging. That was cool. Yeah. So How far is
3: Astoria? Just what, forty-five minutes? Yeah, something, something like there? that. Yeah. Down Highway One Hundred and One.
2: Up. up Highway. Sorry, One Hundred and One, Jeff.
3: Down is to California.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. What's, <laughs> a, what's new with you, Jeff?
3: Not a whole lot. Just uh, plugging away. So looking forward to Easter coming up here soon. So sneaking up on us.
2: When is it this year? What April what? 9th. Yeah, that is coming up on us. Yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, so. Crazy. Yep. What are we going to do for Easter?
3: We're going to do Good Friday. We're going to do a thing? Yeah.
2: You two are going to preach? Chad and I? Yep.
0: Yeah, you guys skipped <laughs> out last, last we missed year. Out so last year. You guys <laughs> yeah. need to team up on the final saying of Jesus.
2: All right. Is figured. there only two left? <laughs> Just one. Mine.
3: There's one, yeah. except I didn't do mine last time. That's so.
2: correct. Oh. So you... You guys are so the two of us. Yeah, might have so we, yeah
1: we could make that work.
2: <laughs> Me and Brent will be there Depends just on in what case. They are. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> I think mine
3: is the behold your mother. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah I don't know I don't know
0: what
2: other one is left.
0: Uh, we had seven total. Four so the did. first year were done. Yeah. Two the next year
2: were done. That leaves one. I'm not great at math. You guys keep yeah. trying to make two more left and there's except only one we didn't more.
3: do I didn't do mine so there's two left.
0: No, mm-hmm. for the first year,
1: two the second year. That's six. I can that's confirm six. that. So is mine done. the
3: only one left, though?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. So you got it. Then. Chad so was no, sure no, no, no. Yes. <laughs> you guys should
2: both probably like share it because that's a that's a that's a hardcore one. Yeah. I mean, what do you do with that? Oh, Jeff's gonna do what he does with it. That's what <laughs> I does. actually had most of it done, but <laughs> <laughs> Well there you go.
1: This is
3: fortuitous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fortuitous. It's funny because it was my mom had a stroke.
2: Yeah. So that yeah. was the, that was that's that right. was the
3: passage I had, and like, yeah. Well, Next
2: year, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. Mm. All right, what are we doing? Will you you tell us what we're doing? Yeah, uh, what'd you What'd you call this, by the way? What did
1: I What did I title it? Yes. What do we do with Asbury? Yes. Okay. As being, everybody asbury everybody can say that correctly. asbury as as cuz we might be Ray getting in trouble there, so. asbury
2: so there may be people we figured we ought to talk about this because it's just it's a thing in the christian world people have been hearing about it whether they know what it is or not and and there's a lot of uh different different thoughts in the christian world about things like this when they happen mm-hmm. um it's kind of discouraging and i feel like a, again i feel like a total unicorn <laughs> when i look at things like this because you've got people (laughs) that are so opposite the way that Christians, the way that they interpret something like this. And I don't feel like I completely (laughs) agree with these people and I don't feel like I completely agree. So um, what do we do with revivals? What do we do if that's what this was? What do we do with special works like this that seem to be spontaneous and pop up from time to time? So for those who don't know about what's happened, one of you want to tell what's been going on at, at Asbury. It's done now, but... Rundown, Anyone? summary. Gosh, you guys are just killing me today. <laughs>
1: I guess well, we're how was it was like
3: thirteen days long or something. Yeah. Uh, somebody came, a chapel service spoke, and just seemed like this. They had this kind of this mass revival happening where people were confessing, sharing their testimonies, repenting of sin. And just kept going and going and going. Like round the clock. Yeah. Just they just kind of left the chapel open, and then I think eventually it sounds like they kind of opened different spaces as well, and people were coming from all over the, the world yeah. to see, and um, lines of people were waiting to get into the chapel at times that weren't even students
2: at the school. Yeah,
3: yeah. so that I mean that's kind of how I've I've heard about it, and so it's almost kind of some different things
2: about it. It's kind of like a worship service that just doesn't yeah, stop. That's just, it's just yeah. continuous for you know you can walk in and out as much as you want Yep. you know so yeah,
3: yeah. there wasn't any i think we talked about that earlier there wasn't anything like special about the service the chapel it was just kind of a normal chapel and it just yeah. kept going and and going beyond that and, yeah. and it sounds like the the like the staff and some of the people there were trying to kind of just help manage it um but i think it was sort of around the clock for it was. for that that long so yeah but yeah
2: So it got a lot of media coverage, Mm -hmm. obviously, like people started paying attention to it. It it blew up, of course, living in the social, we'll get back to this, but living in the social media age that we do, um, things like this that maybe aren't even as extraordinary as we think they are, maybe even more normal, um, Mm. become extraordinary now (laughs) because of social media, because (laughs) things get blown up and they get, um, I don't want to say spun, Mm-hmm. But they get portrayed in a, in a way like, oh, this is special. Like there's something special going on right now. So, uh, Asbury was founded in the early 1800s. Emerged out of the Wesleyan Holiness movement. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, and they still mm-hmm. yeah. and
0: they still had a revival there. And
2: they still well <laughs> not no, not not only Brent have they have they had a revival. They've had Brent. eight recorded revivals there. Yeah, oh, and, and this is of some of the skepticism that of some of the conservatives back. have like the 1950s a, was the last one I think 1970 okay. actually there, I I think there was one that, that qualified as that as as one in like 2002 but the last really really big, big one that one. was notable was like 1970 um and so this is this is kind of one of the critiques of so, of some yeah. of the more conservative people is like how come it only happens at this place you know a Wesleyan, a Wesleyan holiness place of all places. Right. How come they've had eight of them and some of these other <laughs> places have never had any, you know? Yeah. So that's one of the, and we'll we'll get a little more into that. So um, your guys' honest opinion just right up front, now that it's over and done, you guys have looked at some of it. What, what do you think it was? It seems like it was a two-week church service. That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it seems like a special time. I don't, I didn't, I I didn't know what to make of it at first. I kind of figured, kind of wait and see. But it looks like it was something you'd want to be a part of. Something that was enjoyable. Something God did that was cool.
1: Yeah. But
2: yeah.
3: Yeah, I think. I mean, I for me, in some of those things, I think it's it's a time will tell sort of perspective. If it was. Sure. Because I think if it's if there is a genuine revival, like I think back to, to the 1900s and 1905 when there was a revival in Wales, that like changed the country, right? right? And so I think. But it, it it took time for that to kinda just begin to make its way out into the to the rest of the world. And I, I think I think that's sort of where my perspective is is God. so we're gonna I mean, come, obviously yeah. did something. Yeah. But time will tell if we can say that was there was genuine revival. I, I and at the same time it's like, man, it's exciting to see kids, college kids yep. repenting of sin, confessing and you know, coming to the Lord and yep. you know, I think we it's it's trying to find a balance in that, right? It is. Yeah.
2: So so uh, I love what you said, and I wrote that down, too, for myself. Like, a lot of it just has to do with the fruit that it bears. And you can't immediately right? you make a great judgment on the kind of fruit that it's going to bear. Like, right. it takes time yeah. to prove itself out. Me and Carrie went in last night and saw Jesus' revolution. We just gave in. You know, it's Kelsey Grammar, dude, playing 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 a preacher. It's like, come on, you know, let's go. So we went in last night. It was b- better than I thought it was going to be. I'm one of those guys that's super critical of... Christian movies. They're right. just so cheesy. They're just done so poorly and just embarrassing, quite honestly. This one was actually done pretty well. Plus, it's the Calvary Chapel thing. Right. But that's the one thing that I even, thinking of this and then watching that last night, that that same type thing is like, you could have easily looked at that in the first year or two and been like, this was just some kind of a, I don't know what it was, but it wasn't great. It's just a bunch of hippies and yeah. got caught up in the moment, got caught up in the excitement. Truth is like what are we 50 years later, 60 years later from that? I don't know how many countless people I've met. Yeah. That were part of that movement in the seventies that are still just loving Jesus. You know what I mean? So, so like the fruit, it was real. (laughs) Like What God did was real. Right. So, um, and I would maybe call that an awakening instead of revival. So this is another Mm -hmm. funny thing that I saw as I started researching this is people are disagreeing, like having these, they're contesting what a revival even is or what qualifies as a revival. So um what's the definition of a revival? Biblical or non-biblical? I don't think it matters. <laughs> it well, actually I mean. biblical we don't have it in there, so.
3: Yeah. I mean they almost seem similar, awakening revival. I mean it's at the, at the end of the day it's there there is a, a an awakening of the spirit, God's spirit in us that I think you just see, begin to see yeah. and the effects of that with confession of sin and repentance and people coming to know Christ for the first time and, you know, just seeing the spirit of God at work. Sure. So.
2: Well, I I think that was the, like the, a lot of the argument with it is a a lot of people were saying, no, a revival, you have to have like, people are coming to Jesus. And then other people are saying, no, a revival doesn't have to mean that. I mean, the the word starts with R E like re re, (laughs) means something (laughs) like, so like to, to, to redirect or to, Bring back to life again is, like, literally what a revival means. And so... Yeah, you're um, assuming
0: a dormant state of some kind. Yeah. Yes. Whether it's a Christian that's just kind of grown dull or whether it's an unbeliever, yep. um, a dormant state that then something is sparked and, and awakened in them. I think it could be either of those. Yeah, sure. Good. Um, I and like I think that. it could be something that, you know, again, the, the big big R revival, you're thinking of a massive group of people. but right. But I think individuals
2: experience that's, revival, Brent, you know. Th- you, that's oh, right yeah. where I'm going. Oh. Well, so have, you have you... Get, have you every week... There's Do you? Yeah. Is it real? How long does it last? Just put a tent 13 up. Thirteen days. Put
0: a tent up in your yard with a sign. <laughs> just sit up there. and Put yeah, a little birdhouse in it. <laughs> <laughs> revival. Revival
1: happens. Just crawls in there. Is that Brent. That, we're oh, go, have ahead. A go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. Service this week. I just, so. That's what I think of when I think of revival. Is you know the tent meetings. Yeah. Tent you meetings. Know. I yeah, know. totally. I mean, just the picture that comes to my mind, I'm not saying that, you know, I agree that that is revival, but sure. that's just the picture, you know, yeah. that hits my brain, you know, when you say revival. Sure. it kind of the old-timey tip revival meetings. meetings. And, and And even, like, maybe a distinction, you know, like, there, there's a lot of, you know, things that happen in the world that are, you know, ongoing church services or extended church services, times of worship, you know, whatever. Um, but I think a lot of times the things that are lacking in that, uh, especially kind of in the more, you know, charismatic movements that, you know, there doesn't seem to be a value of like confession and repentance. Mm. Um, you know, so so that could be something that distinguishes, you know, what has happened in Asbury if, if there was confession and repentance. Sure.
0: Um, even beyond that, I would say just, just the gospel proclamation. Uh, so much of those things that we think of as, you know, they're experiential. It's just this, yeah. it's all about the experience. And it may not even have a whole lot to do with the gospel being proclaimed. Um, and if that's not mm-hmm. there... And confession and repentance yeah. aren't part of it. I don't know what. I mean, it's just a maybe a. I, I don't know. I think the world has things like that sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, sure. those, those kinds of cool experiential things that happen. Sure. Uh, where you just get kind of
1: excited and ride a high for a while. Sure. We have we yeah. stadiums for those kinds yeah. of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I
0: think if you're, you know, real revival is going to be Christ is made much of and his right. work is made much of. And that's something that just wrecks you from inside out <sighs> yeah. and causes something, you know, mm-hmm. to. To change so, transformation.
2: Yeah. So we were talking about this earlier. Um, I, I like when I first heard of this. My my first thought is in trying to investigate and try to evaluate, like what what it is that's going on. Is um, one of the things is how did it start, right? And we were talking about this. So I went back and I was I found the chapel that's the chapel meeting that started it and the sermon that started it. And again, this is this is a, a Wesleyan holiness founded place and so I didn't expect much and uh, I watched this guy and uh, it it was very he was very unimpressive he was very simple Um, he was kind of floundering because he had just got on a uh, off a flight and he was tired (laughs) Um, they were going through the book of Romans and that week verse by verse and that week they were in chapter 12 Versus, uh, I don't know. I want to say like nine through twenty-one. It's it's the laundry list oh. of outdo each other in love and mm-hmm. uh-huh. let your love be without hypocrisy. And it's kind of it looks like this laundry list. And he's he's just kind of loosely expositing it, quickly going through it. Great, great text. Um, but he ends with a completely. It was kind of a, a curveball because I'm thinking, here we go. This dude, you know, this is all about you know, pull your pants up and tie your shoes and like get to work. You know what I mean? Right. You Guys suck, and you, like <laughs> this is what God wants. And <laughs> and he and he said it's impossible for any of you to walk in any of this if you have not first experienced how Christ has done this for you. And it it, it was it was actually Those very words. It was very Christocentric, and I don't know how much they hear that there. Maybe it's normal, but I'm look. I'm thinking. I'm assuming like this is a non-normal message for them to hear here. Like just the extreme, like Christ is everything. And he's, right. and, and this is an impossibility for you to walk in these things. Mm. Um, and you can't, you can't possibly yeah. experience that, you know, like, do this for others unless you've experienced this from Christ for yourself. Yeah. And I just thought like, how powerful. And yet the way he did it, like it was was extremely unimpressive. Yeah. Like the dude was tired and he was joking and floundering and it was a great, and then he walked off, you know, right. he walked off the stage. And I thought, this is how this thing started, you know? <laughs> so um, it, it was, um, you know, back to what you were saying, like there was a foundation, it seems of maybe maybe even something that these kids that were present that day at chapel don't usually hear. It could have could have kind of birthed something in them that was very that was very um, high gospel.
0: Well, that's I mean, not, we like John and Charles Wesley. You know, they wrote great hymns. They're, great they're, guys. they're good guys. Yep. But the holiness movement that that mm-hmm. kind of stemmed from them really has to do with Total. our good works, our right. holiness, right. our. <clears throat> It's a lot of religious that's stuff. That's why I was surprised when you I You know, it. no movies, no dress. You know, no cards. It was that all that kind of. So, so this would have been probably a little bit foreign. Totally sure. You know, mm-hmm. and and that does something to us when we hear a message of grace that Jesus has done it all. Totally, um, it wrecks you. Totally. Um, you know, it is finished is a message it, that yep. that changes things, and mm-hmm. maybe that's part of what it was.
2: It, it it really was. It was like it was pretty strong, and not because it was drummed up emotionally or anything else so I, I i really was impressed when i saw kind of the origin like mm-hmm. of, of where it started have any of you guys ever experienced revival either corporately some kind of movement whatever or or individually i think you already kind of alluded to it but where where god just um awakened yeah. you again like revive your 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 soul again
3: yeah I, I have we we were. Have you ever been born again again? Born again again.
2: <laughs> is, is that a theologically <laughs> yeah, correct? It's a question? I don't Know what it is? <laughs> you know, I <laughs> we. I I did.
3: I saw this. I'm um, trying to think of what it was. What year it was? Might have been 2006, maybe even before that. Um, when we we actually lived in Alaska and we were doing youth ministry there, and we had um, we had gone to a big youth conference. And actually in Portland, and came back from that, and <clears throat> I don't know at that point in time we probably had we probably had twenty five seniors like that were graduating that year, and it, they just God was just doing something in them, mm-hmm. and they were they were um, coming to faith in Christ, they were uh, confessing, repenting of their sins, they were. Going out into the campuses and sharing the gospel, with people. I mean, people were coming; their friends were coming to know Christ. Just, I mean, it was, it, a lot, of, a lot of stuff was going on. Just, it was, it was exciting to see God working, you know, in them. And and for me, then that just kind of fueled my own excitement of faith. Mm. Not, not in an emotional <clears throat> aspect to it, because I was probably a little bit more cautious and conservative. Of like, okay, yeah. let's let's sort of wait and see how this. You know, because that can happen. You get kind of the mountaintop experiences, so to speak. And then totally. typically within, you know, a few weeks, that that sort of fizzles out. But this this just kept going and going probably for a year or two. Mm-hmm. And um, it was exciting just to see God at work. Uh, but I, I've only seen that a couple of different times mm-hmm. um, in, to be honest, in my ministry life as far as the sort of a bigger, grander scale. Yeah. Um, personally, I think revival happens every week. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're proclaiming Christ sure. faithfully, sure, just like He did, I think that that's his. That's the statement that kind of started is, none of you can do this apart from Christ. It's, and I think when uh, our preaching is Christocentric, I think that's where that's where the revival happens, and it happens in people's lives because they come and say, "Man, that really struck me today about this," and and it begins to to transform and change their life. I, I mean, I think that that's what we see. I think that's what we see more regularly we
2: but. we kind of already said this earlier when we were talking about this that that's almost what this is like this like what this is at the end of the day wasn't something completely extraordinary. It just looked like an extended worship service right right, and so uh, it is something that we have available to Us every week, yeah, you know what I mean. And these just happen to be a bunch of students that were trying to get out of finals, you know. Right, so. <laughs> didn't
1: the Babylon Bee
2: have that article? I don't know, but but it, like it, I, he Probably preached on it a little bit out during finals week or yeah. something <laughs> yeah. like that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. This, is a, this is a good way to justify it, right? Here, who's what Dean is gonna say no to this, right? Right, right. So, yeah, Brent, you ever experienced it?
0: Not really, I wouldn't, I would not, not in the sense of, I mean, I, I, on, on. Minor levels, I've never had a point where nothing was going on and then, you know, and then something, something, was, going something on. was going on. I guess there's always, you know, there's moments where, um, you know, you, you just experience it like an extra filling of the Holy Spirit or an extra empowering. Yeah. And, and that, that kind of stuff happens all the time. I even had somebody on Sunday, it was yeah. funny after I preached um, in Lapine last week. That just said, I wish that you know what I see in you. I wish I had that. And it's like, well, I don't have that all the time. This isn't like I walk yeah. around twenty-four-seven like this yeah. when I'm doing kingdom work. I have it once I'm, a week. When One I'm preaching, said. well, not just once a week, but <laughs> even you know when you're preaching the word, when you're in the midst of, of doing kingdom work, whatever that might be, something's going on in you. You know, you feel alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas when you're in the world, you know, you you don't you don't feel that. And yep. so a lot of it is just you know, where we live and what we're doing. For sure. Um, sure. But, but I, so, I, but I've never had one of those just, other than there's, there's certain doctrines like the doctrines of grace. Mm. When, when they came, when, when those came upon me and I accepted them, opened it opened somewhat, up, it opened you know. something new for me, right. you know, and that's when you talk jokingly said, you know, I was born again, yep. again, it, it just, it changed. It went into a deeper level of relationship. Sure. Maybe, Which is more of an expansion. Yeah. Not, not but really. it wasn't like, yeah. you know, this all of a sudden, I'm just walking on sunshine, you know, everywhere right. I go for a year. I've never had that. <laughs> right. Sorry if you got that song in your head. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. way to go. Chad, <laughs> talk you about anti-revival. <laughs> right.
2: You grew up in the Pentecostal churches, so I, I know. I, I did. That you have seen some stuff. I have seen some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, you know, I think about, like, the vineyard movement of the 90s. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, we had people in our church when that was a big thing, you know, flying to Toronto, Canada to, to bring back the blessing mm. um, and people flying to Florida to you know, to go get whatever was there. And, you know, we had, you know, videos of services that we would play at our services. And then we had, you know, pastors who would basically preach the same thing that was happening. Like they would watch a video and like, oh, yep. I got to preach this. Totally. Dude. Uh-huh. Like just copy it, you know, totally yeah. plagiarize, you know, somebody else's sermon. That's going
2: on with this too. Yeah. 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 And,
1: you know, we had a season, you know, that, that, you know, the leaders of the church at that time dubbed it as revival. I would call it something different, you know, at this point in my life, looking back on it. But, you know, we had a season where, you know, the, the it was very Pentecostal and, and, you know, Pentecostally things, you know, were happening uh, on a pretty regular basis. And uh, so, so I think of that uh, season in my life that, um, you know, I, I don't know, even as a, I was probably uh, in my early 20s, you know, when that happened and uh, late teens, early 20s. So coming into, you know, just being a young man and, and I had issue with it, but I didn't really know why. Like mm-hmm. I didn't really have a strong enough theological girding to understand why I had an issue with it. But sure. it was just like it didn't do much for me, uh, you know, if that makes sense. And so I think because of that, when, when I see things like this happen, I, I'm immediately skeptical. Uh, like my default is to be skeptical of it just because of right. you know what I grew up with and, right. and what I went through.
2: So let's let's go to that then because this is part of it. I think I started with this. It's it's funny how you can have uh, whatever it is, a movement like this occur, and you've got two completely different interpretations of it in the Christian right. world, right, which is what I've seen as yeah. I've researched this over the <laughs> weeks is how polar opposite people are looking at sure. this thing. So you've got, you know, the, the more conservative, you know, um, Christians over here that are doing nothing but attacking it you know like they're they're, just, they're skeptical you know critical and then you've got this other group over here that's kind of more expectant and sure. excited about what and they're both filled with the same spirit I think mm-hmm. so like why is that why do we have that
1: there, there's probably a healthy middle ground to have in there mm-hmm. you know
2: it's, it's probably not wrong
1: to, to mm-hmm. question things we can go too far, you know, in our questioning and in our skepticism. It's, it's not wrong to embrace things that God is doing, but, you know, we can go too far in embracing anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there's probably some, you know, middle ground to be had between, you know, embracing and, and, our, and our skepticism of things. Sure. Um, you know, I think we should look at things um, critically in, in that, like, it, like it's okay to question and say, well, what's going on here? What is God doing? Does this line up with the word? You know, it's okay to ask those kinds of questions, but I think we tend to go to kind of one extreme Mm -hmm. or another. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. I I would just say it's like a, you know, I won't get fooled again kind of a mentality. There's so many things out there that have been bogus. That have been right. found to be bogus. That that are we're all about this experience, you know, that mm. somebody could have. I think of a lot of what goes on at Bethel, you know. There's glitter and there's fly sure. you know, feathers, right. and people are there for this grand experience. And there's even, uh, you know, like a church in town. I was thinking of that. It's always exciting. Always, always exciting, turned up to eleven. Yeah. Always at eleven, and you think at some point. How is that possible to always be there? Yeah, right. Um, you know, how is it possible to have it always be bouncy house exciting? Right. And and at some point you have to. Well, it just. I mean, it is. I'm picturing you in a bouncy house right now. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> a, ball a, interesting, yeah. like, a ball pit. picture. Written a ball pit. And at some at some point you have to say, okay, this is not you know possible. It's yeah. got to be fake. Yeah. And when there's money to be made and there's mm-hmm. you know fame to be you know garnered and all those things, you, you start sure. getting skeptical because. A lot of it is just garbage, no doubt. Yeah, uh, but I don't want to get jaded to the point where s- when something really happens, because right. we want that. We want to see right. God really move right. in power yeah. and do yeah. something. But at some point, you know, I think people are skeptical because they should be. Yeah. So, so,
2: so part of it could, could even be history, like our, our experiences in the past and what we've seen and right. being duped or whatever right. you want to call it, like things coming <clears throat> to be false. Another part of it clearly is theological, you know, foundations. Right, <laughs> you've got you've got right. people who, whose whose view of the Holy Spirit and and um you know view of of what the Spirit does and doesn't do are completely different than someone else's, and so that that's kind of the obvious one yeah. I think is just, even what the right, Christian life the doctrine be, of the Holy yeah. Spirit, even right. what the
0: Christian life should be as well. Yes, right. You
2: know, yes. Just always,
0: you know, unicorns like you were saying before, and you know, sure. and sunshine yep. all the time. Yep. If that's your expectation, then yeah. you kind of. Trying to live in that world, right? For sure, right. For sure. Well,
3: I think it's the balance, right, between the experience and I don't know, just kind of the intellect. I think those it, it's sort of that, you know. And I think that's part of where our, some in our world are is that it's it's all about experience, and they there there's not a lot of thinking through those things that are going on. And so sure. I think there's got to be a there's got to be a balance in there of of some sort to say, I I want to. Th- um, I want to be thinking critically about it and biblically about it, but I also don't want to discredit something that God may be doing. So, and I think right, about, yeah. you know, I was thinking about, it's actually you know,
2: pretty bad when we do. Right. And I was just thinking
3: <laughs> about like the apostle Paul, when he was talking, you know, in Philipp- Philippians, when he talks about, you know, these guys are, they're preaching the gospel for this reason or that reason. But at the end of the day, he's like, I don't care. It's like the gospel's being
2: proclaimed, right,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know? And I think that's the, that's the piece I think that I want to know about is the gospel being sure, proclaimed. Cause sure. I do think it, it, I do think it is the spirit and the word have to work in tandem. I don't right. think you can separate those two. Right. And I think that's sometimes the challenge with some of these things is that it's all about the spirit, right. and it's not always about the spirit of God. Right. So well, that that's... so that was
2: part of the the critique on this yeah. is that some people were looking in and going, all they're doing is singing for 13 days. Like, where's the the preaching of the word? You know, like how how can mm-hmm. the spirit be doing that? And and a part of me is like, yeah, you know that that's that's interesting that you don't have um, like any kind of uh, a, a solid gospel foundation being completely woven into this thing at the same time it's like that's what heaven's gonna look like like <laughs> like, like we're gonna be it's just gonna be like this worship right. service like oh that's so horrible no that's like turn right. like that's a reality <laughs> well, <laughs> like, that's kind of a pretty yeah. thing were they yeah. singing
0: hymns or were they singing good good father that whole time and and yeah. that matters they've, they've been design. singing
2: a new
3: song <laughs> there was only yeah. one hymn that I heard about <laughs> oh okay well never mind man. yeah,
0: yeah well, I was thinking of the when you were talking about that first John 4 1 mm-hmm. that tells us to test the spirits, to test the spirits. Um, <laughs> because you know there is the the spirit of Antichrist is alive and well in the world there's full prophets among us and so we're mm-hmm. called as christians to test the spirits so being skeptical i think is even we're called to do that you we're know? called sure. so not not we're nit-picky. called to be
2: expectant yeah. and careful yeah right so uh first thessalonians 519 is the one mm-hmm. that i was thinking of do not quench the spirit and we can talk about what what that means do not despise prophecies that one we're not going to talk about because that's that's above our pay grade <laughs> but test everything <laughs> come on and hold fast to what is good. So you have yeah. both yeah. things right there. Right. Yep. Do not quench the spirit. Let the spirit do whatever the spirit mm-hmm. wants to do. And and don't try to restrain it and and don't try to stick it in a case, Don't try to make it not yeah. happen. Let the spirit be the spirit, but test it all and hold fast yeah. to, to what is good. So right, right here, I feel yeah. like we have a good recipe for uh, how, mm-hmm. how to approach these things. Yeah. Where it's not this. And stop this. Well, right. And, yeah. and the,
0: I mean, this is the other thing, too, that I think is important that John 3 when Jesus was talking to Nicodemus, spirits like the wind, he kind of blows where he wants does to blow, what wants. does what he wants to do. When we have this mentality that we can, we can bring the spirit in. Like even I right. see this in worship services one it time. Up. It's like, let's coax him into the building. Let's yep. see if we can, let's see maybe if we can just get him to, to totally. come in and spend some time with us. Right. Right. You Tell David and, to
1: stop talking away. We, we, <laughs> we sing that song. The Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. here.
0: Yeah. Holy Spirit, right. you're welcome here. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, thank you. I appreciate you guys. You know, but I mean, there's, I was waiting for an invite. There's times when <laughs> it's not really up to us to, you know, make that happen. And I think we think that there's a recipe, there's something that we can do to create Mm -hmm. this. And even in this instance, if it's a real thing, which it kind of looks like it is the guy kind of laid an egg. He thought preaching and God came in and blew through that place in spite of that. In spite of it. And usually it isn't in spite of you. We've seen that on Sunday mornings here. You know, there's times when there's no recipe. Sometimes it's just like, there's a presence. There's something going on that day that we didn't cause but yeah. it was real and you yep. you sensed it and then there's other times when like it's a pretty good sermon it's pretty mm-hmm. good the songs were good and it just has a deadness yeah. that day and i don't know what that is yeah um, but it is but if that's but, a real but,
3: but, but again like what you're saying is it's not relying on those moments when it is no. that and it's palpable you can feel it you can see it you i mean yeah. people's lives are being changed and it's not necessarily because anybody's doing anything extraordinary yeah, you know, it's that the spirit of God is at work, and He does even, it whenever He wants. Even yeah. we
0: preach sometimes, and I'm not maybe maybe you're different because you know. No, you're, I just, you're, but yeah. I mean, there's been times when I've preached a sermon that I didn't think was very good at yeah. all, and I'll, and somebody will come back afterwards, just tears streaming down their face, right. like I know what I must need to. Know. I know what I need to do now. Sometimes <laughs> it's come to faith, sometimes it's something else, and you're thinking, how does that work? Right, and and yet it does. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: well, because I bet yeah. if you were to go and interview any of the kids on the campus, yeah. you would also see there were some that like sure yeah what i don't i don't know what you're talking about what i wasn't a part of that it didn't affect them you know right but for those that were there and those that came to experience those things god was at work in their lives but i do think it then it is but time will tell how that kind of plays itself out so that it doesn't it's not just sort of a fad
2: so we're we're gonna go to that next i do want to mention real quick on the heels of what you said the the manufacturing we can't Mm -hmm. we can't um we can't command or demand the spirit to do things. And I think that's one of the biggest problems with the Pentecostal movement, like that people like us have with it is that they're all about walking around and the spirits like the dog on their leash. Right. And he he does tricks when they want him to. And I I just biblically have never seen that where, where God gives people a gift and then they walk around at will doing whatever they want with it. You know, that's what, that's what Simon, the magician wanted. And and it's like, Yeah. yeah, dude, like, no, you know, um, like the spirit, does what he wants so i I learned a new i I didn't know that revivalism is different than revival and revivalism apparently is when it's manufactured Hmm. and and this is exactly what you see when things like this happen is people trying to duplicate this Mm -hmm. in their own churches and their own congregations and stuff and that that is in a sense saying like spirit you gotta come do this here right. too and I'm gonna make it happen. And it's like right. no you're not, you know. So um let's go back to you, you
3: might but it'll be a different spirit. It's so. not gonna yeah it's not
2: <laughs> it's not gonna be what you <laughs> hope it is. So um so how long does this take? You know what I mean? We got Ashberry we Asbury. As Asbury. Asbury. <laughs> <laughs> Say it slow. <laughs> um you just brought up a really good point because a lot of people and again, I, I saw this with guys I love in the conservative. I, I'm in that camp. I'm I'm a reformed guy. You know, I'm I'm more I tend more conservative with the way I handle the word. And I see things like right. this. I'm I'm careful. I'm not a cessationist, but I'm careful. But I see these guys in my camp think they need to immediately like make a call mm. on something like this. Right. And it's like, wh- why do you think you need to be the first out of the gate? Right. Why do you think you need to make a call right away? Right. Like, do you get points for that or or you know, like what what is that? So. <laughs> So, like, I guess let's just start there. Is that is that good? Is that bad? Is that stupid? Is it wise to to make an immediate judgment? I think on some things we can. Don't get me wrong. Right. Yeah. Some, yeah. Things, yeah, are, some things are clear, um, but but if something's not clear, like why, like why do we run out and mm-hmm. do
3: that? I don't. I don't personally <coughs> tend to respond to those things. I don't. I don't typically say. I, I I'm not, I am have not said anything about it from the pulpit at our church. I. I don't, I typically am more, I am more kind of a wait and see with those sort of things. And I think that's just at least where I fall because I don't know, I don't know the benefit of of that because it's, you're, again, you're going to have different perspectives. And at the end of the day, that's just my perspective on what's there and what's happening.
2: But pastorally, you also probably feel a responsibility too. like, not saying it happened this time, but a lot of times when something like this happens in the Christian world, you'll have people that in your congregants that will come to right. you as a pastor and say like, what do we do with this? And so maybe sometimes that's why we feel like we got to lean yeah. one way or another. I don't know. Yeah. But well,
1: I think we, we live in an age be- because of technology and social media where like hot takes are the thing. Yeah. You know? No doubt. And, you know, people build a following and build their platform on their hot takes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think that's mm-hmm. probably Did you say hot cakes, hot takes. <laughs> oh, yeah, hot takes of it's like hot Asbury. <laughs> 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 I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Don't make the connection. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, that's a good point. I, I was just thinking, you know, we, we always want to be hopeful and optimistic, mm-hmm. you know, that God will do something cool. For sure. And so yeah. I think even when you hear about, I, I was thinking of celebrities that come to faith, you know, you almost immediately right. want to. You know, Kanye's with us now, you know, or whoever it is, you know, and and get really excited. (laughs) And it's just wise to wait a bit (laughs) to see what might happen, because (laughs) I can't think of too many times when one of those stories came about that six months down the road. It didn't look like a train wreck. Mm -hmm. And so. You know, we've got the parable of the seeds for a reason. There, yeah. There's excitement that pops up. There's yeah. something, but time tells the story. Yeah. Totally, yeah. And, and it, you know, it'll be neat to see what, you know, 20 years down the road. Right. Like you were talking about the Calvary Chapel movement. Yep. It, you know, we can safely say at this point that God was God, God really doing water. something yeah. there. Yeah. That wasn't, and, you know, and it, oh, go, go no, ahead. No, no, that's fine. But we'll, we'll, time will tell.
2: That's the point. So, yeah. so what's interesting about that is I'm watching this, and a lot of you know the story of Calvary Chapel. And um, not everybody involved, like <laughs> not, not all the main characters, we're pretty even, and and I f- and I feel like this is another mistake <laughs> right. that we make a lot of times as conservative on the conservative side of the aisle as Christians is we can find any flaw in something like it's imp- oh it's imperfect, yeah. so God's not doing this. You it's know what I mean? Right. And and I'm looking at someone like Lonnie Frisbee who who really is more resp- like God used him more. In the beginning, than Chuck, like Chuck, Chuck, Chuck right. just kind of like, like stepped aside and said, "Lonnie, like you, you mm-hmm. like these are your people. Like you handle business, you know." Yeah, homie went sideways. Like there, there was some like bad stuff <laughs> in his life that followed that, and 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 I feel like we can easily go like. Well, that was garbage. God didn't do that because right. he would never use somebody like that. It's like, that's exactly who he uses, like, for everything that he right. does. I heard a take on that
1: very thing this morning from, oh, okay. from, a, from a well-known pastor uh, that we all know uh, bags on, you know, the charismatics yep. pretty, pretty regularly. Mm, and, I wonder and, who and that could be. Had, had a take on Lonnie Frisbee. Yep. Uh, exactly what you're saying. That, yep. You know, they said, like, guy's not my hero and we shouldn't follow that guy. And, and, yep. and you know, that, basically saying what came out of that
2: movement has been tragic. And not good, and yeah. I and I would have a completely, I would completely disagree. Yeah. Like it was legitimate, like God did something yeah. through that guy. What but, a maroon! Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> those are those are the kind of people that I don't like in my circle, right, right there. So that's a that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. um,
3: well, because I think doesn't it cross the line? I mean, there is a like you were talking about, sort of the skepticism. It crosses the line to becoming critical and cynical almost, right. you know, and then you're, so then you're it's, just it's critical self-righteous of everybody even. else. Well, it does become self-righteous for sure. Be- because yeah. what
2: you're, what you're really saying without saying it is like, if it's not perfect, if right. it's got a flaw, yep. if it's got a ding in it, God's not, not doing it, yeah, right. And it's like, go read your Bible again, right? Like, yeah. who are you? <laughs> right, you let's, like, let's whole, think about Rahab. It's crazy. About, you know, well, and I, I don't things. know for yeah. certain
0: who Chad's referring to, but I have a feeling I know who it is. <laughs> I think um, you know you know who it is. <laughs> but he, he, this is a person that is rock solid theologically in in most areas, but has a very critical mm-hmm. spirit about things. It just it just generally comes across as negative towards. Stuff and it, it's I don't know I don't want to be that way and I tend yeah. to be that way already. That's my 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 bent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when something comes up, I almost want to, you know, okay, let me find a way to shoot this down quick yeah. and and suck the you know any hope out of it. Mm-hmm. Um And I, and I don't want to be that guy because it's pretty cool when God
2: yeah. does something amazing. Yeah. So. Well, I'm you think about First Corinthians no, thirteen,
3: if we speak with the tongues of men and angels but have not love, yeah. yeah, it's like right. You know, yeah. we're an
2: annoying sound. Right. Yeah,
3: and I think that's part of it too. Is like even, even if we are thinking critically about those things, or I think we still extend love and 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 hope. You know, God, God seems to be working in different ways there, and we want to rejoice in what the the Spirit of God and the Word of God are are doing. And and yet there is a sense of time will tell. But I don't want to downplay the the joy and the excitement of things that are going on there. Right.
2: Well, no one would look at Peter. When he started demanding that Gentiles coming into the church get circumcised, like no one would have looked at him and been like, "Your whole your whole ministry is discredited. Every sermon's (laughs) getting thrown out." You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, like you're done, bro. Like, no, this is like, this is what God does with imperfect people. Like the 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 reminder again is that. God uses mm-hmm. people that are obviously flawed. It doesn't mean that we run around trying to yeah. make messes, but he does that so that everyone knows it's of God when it happens. Mm-hmm. And I do see that when I look yeah. at the Calvary movement. I look at Ronnie Frisbee. I look at Chuck Smith, who was a washed-up preacher that wasn't even very good with a dying church. Right. It's like, why the heck did you choose this guy? You had the, the entire map laid out in front of you. Right. Why did you choose this guy? Oh, so that people know it's you. Well, that's, yeah. Like yeah. that's yeah. First, first, Corinthians, <laughs> first Corinthians one, and
0: that's if it's if it's God's work, yep. Then it's God's work, right. yeah. And we don't discount it. That's you know right. that we've got some some guys that we know that um, were people we looked up to, and then maybe fell, and and you just discount everything they ever said and did. Yep. Not if it was God's work.
2: Yep. Right. Yep. You know. Yep. Um, for sure. Switch gears for a second. We're winding down. Generationally, um, does that have does that affect the way? that certain people look at something like this as, as far as being legitimate or not legitimate. Do you guys understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you, if you look at the makeup of the people that were a part of this in that chapel, it's, it's gins ears. It's, it's, and, and I know that I tend to look personally when it's something that's kind of a younger generation, I, I'll immediately add more skepticism <laughs> to right. what I already have. <laughs> right. Because they live in a post truth world and a, In a postmodern world, and their thinking sucks, and you know what I mean? And it's Mm -hmm. just like, can this even be something? You know what I mean? And so I feel like maybe that was a lot of maybe what played into people's judgments on this was just who was present, Mm -hmm. like who, who the recipients were made up of. Do you guys find that to be true at all, or...?
0: I think it's definitely there's an aspect of truth to that, but I, for me, which is kind of weird to say, I got excited when I saw that, a group full side of young of it. people. That's the other I thought side of it. I thought maybe you know maybe there's hope for you know yeah because because we get so skeptical about the way things are going sometimes, and when you see something like that happen, yep, it, it does something to me. I mean, I got sure. I got excited. Yes. This is real, and this is really happening. God's reaching these young people, and they're getting wrecked with the gospel. That was my second thought.
2: Is yes. in a generation that's yeah. so lost and so sideways. Yeah. got God's. God's reviving a group <laughs> right. that is going to grow up and scatter into the world and scatter into the marketplace and scatter into culture. Yeah, And, you know, he's maybe solidifying that next generation. And so yeah. there there's several ways to look at it. But yeah. I think sometimes when we look at something going on within predominantly a group of younger people, we can automatically kind of be like, Yeah. There's right. there's another aspect
0: that yeah. uh, I was going to just touch on, and that I've heard it in the church for years. I don't know exactly where it comes from, but there's there's a lot of people that believe in this, like a promise of revival, hmm. um, that they're waiting for this thing to yeah. happen, um, and, and and they're almost, you know putting all their chips in that you know at some point there's going to be this revival that happens and we're waiting for it we're we're looking for it we're and i don't know i don't know maybe you guys know where it comes from but i don't see it necessarily biblically um i'd like to see it happen but even in our own country there's a there's a political movement that's all about this idea in our
2: own city we belong oh true To, yeah and that that's where the whole emphasis is yeah it's God somebody's going to come to Ben, right, right. and this yeah. thing's going to happen it's like we are like that'd be rad well but like
0: and the, the the bummer with this <coughs> thinking to me is that you're, you're you're ignoring what's right in front of you mm. that there's a local church and right. there's there's God's spirit indwelling believers and indwelling this church and something miraculous in that is like happening saying, all every the week. time yep. Yep. and and we should be as excited about that if not more excited totally. than and I understand the 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 heart behind this of <coughs> like wanting to experience Gods more and wanting to, you know, feel his presence more, all of that. I think we all want that. If God did an Acts 2, you know, situation in here right now where he came down and shook the room, I'm all about that. That'd be great if it's real. Um, But I feel like he's doing that on, on so many levels all the time, right. and, and we're discounting that because we're looking Absolutely. for this this yeah, bigger doubt. thing. No doubt.
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we pretty regularly when we get together talk about just kind of what God has done in people's lives over time. Yep. And, yeah, um, You know, not always in an instant, sometimes maybe in an instant, but but often just over time. It takes a while to bear out fruit. Right. And, and yep. It's encouraging to think about, okay, here here's where this guy was, you know, five years yep. ago, and here's where he is now, or here's what's happened in this family. And, yep. um, you know, the, that the revival has been kind of slow and steady. Yeah, you know, over over a yeah. period of time, for sure.
3: Yeah, I think part of it too is you know that you think about if we think about the Christian life, it's <clears throat> it is a long obedience in the same direction. I like you know? that and I phrase. Think it's it's helping people think through that. I I think you know as I've been thinking about this, you know that happened and, um, is just wondering where the wisdom would be in sharing with those students the value of being involved in a local church that will help to disciple you, you know, that will help you to grow and continue to feel the fire and to continue to see God's spirit to work through his word, you know. And I think that's sometimes the concern I have when when we see these things going on is like, well, Mm -hmm. how are they getting connected so then that they continue to grow and that that excitement and joy continues to be fueled. And they recognize Mm -hmm. that it isn't always going to be that way. Right. There are going to be times when you're going to be in the valley, but if you're only relying on experience, yes. well, then somehow you're going to think, well, where did God go? Well, he didn't go anywhere.
0: Yep. He's right. still
3: with you in the valley, you yep. know? But I think it, it just, you know, that's where I think the wisdom comes in, even from people around them to be able to say, hey, guys, it's important that not only we recognize Christ at work, but... We recognize the value of, of the local church. And well. that's where yeah. and
0: that's where what we know to be true versus what we feel yeah. is, is so important. And I wish more Christians got that. If we're basing everything on how we feel, we're going to be a wreck all the time. Right. Right. But if we, if we stand on the truth of what we know and what the scriptures teach, then we have a solid foundation. Mm-hmm. And, and most of the time, that's what I have to rely on is what I know to be true, yep. not what I'm feeling, not my circumstances. Um, and, and I think yeah. we're always going to struggle with this on this side of the kingdom. You know, when Christ returns, that'll all go away. I, I was thinking of that I, a song I used to hate because I didn't understand it. Um, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Uh, a 2 song because he says in this song he says he's talking about Jesus. He says, "You broke the bonds and loosed the chains, carried the cross and all my shame." You know, I believe it, but I still haven't found what I'm looking for. And I'm like, "What's wrong with you, you jerk? What what more do you want?" But he's saying, "I don't. I'm not experiencing the fullness of God right. yet. I'm not rid of my sin yet. I'm not." in my final home yet. Yeah. And we're always going to feel that, yeah. you know, so I, do I want revival now? Do I want to, exp- yes, but I know it's coming and I have to hold right. on to that hope too. So
2: that was perfectly led into the final oh. question. Should we hope for, pray for even as pastors revival? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Everyone. In our, in
0: our own lives and in the lives of our congregation and yeah. yeah. our city and in our country. And yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But, the spirit blows <laughs> where it wants to. Right. You know, we can't create it. Yep, we can hope for it. We can pray for it. Yeah.
1: Yep. And it's not any less a work of God if that revival takes place over time. No in, doubt. Rather than right, an that's right. Which yeah. is really what it's
2: doing, right? Right. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a tree that started with a seed that small, right? And it's expanding. You know, in yeah. the, the parable of Christ, that is what what what's being built and what's happening mm-hmm. and continues to happen. Yeah. You
3: know, when you think about like I know, guy, you know, people in our church that came to Christ in their eighties. Mm-hmm. you know and, and and over the course of time you know and even have sat in the word and but then they finally got it it took them 50 years you know it's like but that's part of God's God's faithfulness at work you know i that's why i think i just keep coming back it's got to be the spirit and the word mm-hmm. every every day and and, and yeah. especially i think every week in our in our congregations because that like we've talked about, and like we know, that is the only way that the spirit of that the word is even at play in people's lives no and at work. Because yeah. the spirit it's
2: spiritually of God that it, yeah, right. no, there's no yeah. doubt. And the word is a person, yeah, and uh, the spirit and the second person of Trinity do not disagree, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> they're 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 bound together. So they're, they're yeah, there's no. But there's,
3: that's the part of where we we've talked about too is that I think there is a in some of these things there is a separation of
2: the spirit and the word. Mm-hmm. No, right? you're right. You're and absolutely it's, right. It's solely there the tends spirit of God to own. be in. Yeah, a de-emphasis and an emphasis. Yeah, well, right. and even
0: churches split this way, where you've yeah. got the
2: people that are just solid, rock solid
0: in the Word, and the other ones that are like in tune with the Spirit. And it's like, can we it go, yeah, right. can it we go both that, ways? Can we bring yeah. that together <laughs> yeah. in, a, yeah. in
2: a way that's yeah. that we're missing out if we're you yeah. know on either side yeah. of that? Yeah. yeah. So we should pray for revival. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what this was on the backside of it, but I, I praise God that it, that He still um, just works in the lives of His people wherever He wants, however He wants to. I I, I hope and I pray that that this group of young kids that got mm-hmm. to experience this, uh, will be, um, more secure in their, in their faith yeah. and, um, in their confidence in Christ and in the gospel and that they'll go forth and bear more, more fruit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I think, I don't think I, we need to critique beyond that, you know, no. Ho- hopefully that's what it was. So I have this song stuck in my head all week <laughs> as a result of this, used to hear it over and over and over again, growing up in the church with a hymnal, a cappella only, no music. Uh, Church of Christ. hallelujah. Yeah, what a savior. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. What a savior. Revive us again. You guys heard the song? Yeah, yeah. yeah, revive us again. The the final verse, verse five, revive us again. Fill each heart with thy love. Uh, may each soul be rekindled with fire from above. It sounds a little risky. Um, but <laughs> hallelujah. What a savior. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, I just thought, and I've been singing it all week, and it's like yeah. this triumphant, it's like this, this glorious, worshipful like song, and it's a great prayer. Yeah. So, um, anyway, hopefully this was helpful. If you got more questions, give them to us. Um, Jeff, thanks for, yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Joining was us today. To us. I'll pray. Lord God, we do, uh, we do pray, uh, for further, um, um, movements of your spirit to solidify, uh, your children in you and to bring new children into your kingdom. But we also thank you and recognize that you're, you're doing this all the time. Um, that, that you're never failing us and you're, you're never leaving us empty or dry. Um, that you're, you're always giving us life and you're giving it to us abundantly through the gospel. And so we acknowledge that and we thank you for that. And we thank you, uh, for this time, we thank you for using people like us so that people know, uh, when anything comes out of us, that's good that it's you. Um, and so we thank you that you use imperfect people, um, to do to 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 win the earth um, and we thank you in Jesus name amen amen, amen.